Hi, Shane. Hello, Robert. The disabled toilet at my work is still broken and body corporate still won't fix it. That is upsetting, Robert. Yes, but we had a Live Aid-style concert in the car park to raise funds. And guess what? What's that? We think we have the money to fix the toilet so the ambulant folks can relieve themselves. Do you know a reliable and cost-effective plumber? Robert, I know the best plumber on the GC. You need to call Blue Dog Plumbing on 0401970623. What's that number again? 0401970623. Thanks, Shane. You're a hero. Thanks, Rob, but Blue Dog are the real heroes. is rated MA15+. plus. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy a skin mag should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. All right, all right. Shano, Blair, welcome, guys. How's everyone been? Everyone good? Oh, fantastic. Hey, really? you didn't think I was going to make you talk then, did you? But here uh, we are. Here I am with the microphone. I'll actually turn it on now. Oh, God. Jano, how are you, buddy? Good, mate. Good. How are you? You're, uh, you're flying? Mate, flying. Fantastic. Fantastic. Back in back in the original office. Looking good, feeling good in here. Looking good, feeling good. Two weeks on the road. We've, yep. we've had the podcast Caravan on the road, filmed at a uh, at a Hyatt Airbnb yep, which two was, weeks ago. Yep, just your house. Last Saturday, uh, last Friday afternoon, we were uh, Braden Lamb. Yep. A great man. Some some quality gold have yeah. come out of that. I, I think with the recurring theme of you and poo, yeah. Uh, there's going to be. I think he's taking the cake. I think after next week, when people yeah, hear no, uh, well, after that episode airs, he's done. You know, he's done very well in the poo category. Oh, he's up there. We might have a poo award at the end of the year. I might do a trophy. Uh, no, don't think anyone's <laughs> going to beat him. Everyone, no one's no more. There's no more entries. He's won it. Uh, Made after Friday after the Friday filming. Blair myself, we sat on the deck. Uh, Braden's office at Southport. You were hanging around? Yep. What'd you do? Oh, where I went? Yeah. Told me you had to come back to the office and do some appraisals. Yeah, no, I did, but I threw avocado all over uh, Nikisha's car. Yeah, so not necessarily so true all about she got, she got, she got, uh, She got pretty unlucky there because I scoured the car park here. Because uh-huh. I thought if I don't do it, I'm one of those people where if I don't do it in the moment, it won't get done. So I'm driving the car park. Not here, classic. It's three o'clock. What am I doing? She'll be at home or something. Anyway, move out. Anyway, pull out to the main street. There's a there's a white car that's exactly like her. So I get closer and closer because she's heading towards my office. So I'm watching it, and then I get close enough to read the number plate, and I'm like, bam! Followed up. She went inside to get her photos taken of her house. Comes out. She hates avocado. It's all over her car. So she's on the phone to me. Yeah. She's like. Why do you think Shane, that creep, is following me? And I said, I honestly have no idea. Yeah. Apparently, he's doing. He left us an hour ago yeah. to go back to the office to do appraisals. Yeah, I'm not sure why he's following you. And she goes, Should I be worried? And we both yes. said yes. Blair, do, 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 so do, do, you gave up do, drinking margaritas on the deck of Braden's office. Yeah, to smashing I had to. avocado. Yeah, well, that was that was just like you know, if the serial killer sees something he likes, he's got to go for it. That's how they work. The serial killers. I'm not a serial killer. But the same sort of mentality. If you can prank someone, you do it. <laughs> Blair loves it. Um, if I'm not a serial killer, this is how I would do it. If that doesn't paint me in a really good light, edit that out. <laughs> yeah, the beauty of um, Blair and his editing. 
Um, but how's your week been? What have you What have you been up to? Is everything good? Any Any silly, crazy things happen in the world of SP? Once again, first time I've seen you since last Friday. Yeah. Um, I've purposely not spoke to you because I I just think we um, it's a little bit more spontaneous spontaneity when we do this um, yeah. not knowing the same story so man have you got anything what's what's been happening in the world of sp uh, as we know we had the uh, gun siege in my street uh, a couple of weeks ago yeah, uh, up. that was the biggest thing to happen around there for some time but we've had a big development in the street robert what, uh, in regards to the gun siege no not the gun siege this is something else so i'm going to try and explain this is going to be a bit confusing so just hang in there just hang in there if you're listening uh to the 10 people Where that do, you do. Know? Have you had this on? Oh, I haven't spoken. No, so there's so it's happened in my street. So here we go. Um, so me and Lurch live in the same street. If you don't know who Lurch is, RMH he's the RMH control. Pest Management 042369042. Get him in. He'll do your deal. He'll look after you. Um, he lives in my street. He lives a couple of doors up. Um, he he became very good friends with a bloke that's lived in the street for fifteen years. That guy was a tenant. He's an old guy. He dresses like a groundsman, but he doesn't have a job. It's a real, it's a weird setup. I've seen him. Yeah, it's a weird setup. He has an old ute um, that has branding on it for a company that he bought the ute with the branding on it, never took it off. He's not actually in, He. it's an also a pest control car like Lurch's, but it, he's not in pest control. It's a confusing, look, let's not go into too much, but anyway, it's an old ute. He lives with another guy that drives a nicer ute. Anyway, they, so they've they've been given notice to leave because they've got to move out. Mm-hmm. So he 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 moved out. We thought, but his car stayed out the front of the house next door, which is O'Brien. Me and Lurch don't know any of the names of our neighbours because we don't talk to anyone, but we know them by different names. So you've got the Commodore people, yeah, O'Brien Glass guy, yeah. Then you've got the house where this bloke was living. Let's call him John Melvin. Melvin. Because okay. it's close to the actual name. Okay. So <laughs> Melvin lives in that house. For some reason, Melvin's car was parked out the front of O'Brien's. And then he was hanging around in the street still. And we're like, that's weird. Why is, why is, why is he still hanging around in here? Why is Melvin still hanging around? He moved out. Yeah, he's moved out. He moved to Oxenford. So we're like, why is Melvin still here? Why is his car still here? Anyway, the new tenants that moved into the house he was leasing because he couldn't afford the rent, he's... He's Lurch is looking out through his front window, and there it's a young two young girls live there, two young ladies, uh-huh. and Mer- Melvin is in an altercation with them, having a big blow up and an argument with them, and she's out there um, calling him all kinds of names like a pervert and you know all these names, and Lurch is like, well, Lurch can hear this from his yeah, house. Lurch was filming it all. It was Eleven a.m. Lurch is probably at home. Yeah. Oh yeah, he doesn't work late. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> so. He's 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 standing there filming it all. Mervyn has always been really good Melvin. to Melvin. I don't fuck, fuck me. I don't know. Anyway, Melvin Mervyn, fuck me. I don't You've know. Given him up. Yeah. Given him up. Yeah. Um, anyway, whatever his name is, he's someone's uncle. I was trying to I was trying to hide that person from embarrassment. Anyway, so essentially they're getting into an altercation. He's pretending to get stuff off the back of his car and fix his car that's apparently shit itself. That's why he's still lingering around so in the street. So he's left the car at the neighbour's place yeah. that, he's got, that he's mates with. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He's sort of, and like O'Brien goes to work. So, that, you know, O'Brien's not even home most of the time. He's there, but he's in the street. He's hanging around the street. Yeah, bit odd. But Lurch has always liked Melvin because he's always, he's the only person in the street that talks to Lurch because Lurch was doing work on his driveway and pissed the whole street off. Yeah. And now he's like voted out. I try and distance myself from Lurch in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so 
Melvin's the only bloke that talks to him. Like, you know, they get along real well. Well, I, I got I got drunk at Lurch's once, dropped my wallet in the gutter. Melvin, Melvin found, found it, it passed it to Lurch, said, here's your mate's wallet, didn't take any money out of it. Not that there's any in there, I'm a battler. And um, grand a year. Yeah. And um anyway, the the next day there's another altercation between Mervyn and the young girls. Yeah, so, so he's back. He's back. He's back again the next day. Lurch is like, What Lurch is at home again? No shock there. He's, he's, he's filming it again. And um, so the girl calls the police on Mervyn. Serious? Yeah. And then, so, <laughs> so Lurch, they turn up and it looks like they're giving Mervyn a hard time. So Lurch is like, well, I'm going to go down there and tell them what's been going on. Because the girls have been like yelling at him and screaming at him and like being really interrogating. Film it or photograph yeah, it? Yeah, he, he filmed it. He was, he was videoing it. So you can see the girls giving him a hard time and screaming at Mervyn. Anyway. Melvin. Melvin, it looks like, it looks like, it looks like everything's going. So Lurch goes, oh, I'm going to go down there. So Lurch goes down and intervenes and goes, look, I better have a word with you. You're the police. I've got these videos. You can see that it's not Mervyn that's the problem. It's them. Yeah, anyway, they come up, they, they come up to Lurch's house. They're sitting in Lurch's lounge room. Lurch is showing them, yeah, Lurch is showing them all this damning stuff of this poor, this, this girl. And um, meanwhile, they, so they finish up with Lurch and like, okay, well, we're going to go and arrest her because she's like, you know, she's she was, she was sort of giving him a hard time. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get her on assault because she grabbed his arm or something in one of the videos. Yeah. Anyway, we go, they go down there. Melvin and his mate have taken off in Melvin, uh, Melvin's mate's car. Anyway, the police go to her place. She's laid in her lounge room with a dislocated shoulder. What? The, 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 they, the, she's been attacked, Robert, by Melvin. No. <laughs> she's been attacked. What a sickening twist. Are you serious? Yeah. So once they so, so they've done it, they've legged it. Yeah, yeah, they legged it. They must have done a done a shoulder and they've legged it. Oh, and then so the police, <laughs> the police go and start door knocking the houses around it because they're like, there must be what's going on here. So they door knock it. Can't just take Reese. No, they can't just take Reese's <laughs> word. So You're they right knock up. on a few different doors and they go, it it they they knock on a few doors and go, oh, he's he's been done for two or three times for assaulting other people in the street. He's he's. You know, he gets his old fella out in front of some of the other neighbours. Melvin's um, old. He's a flasher. Yeah, he's, well, he's a flasher. So all the neighbours, like, they're saying he's a flasher. Some people have come home. He stood in their backyard just randomly. So he just he's just standing in people's backyards randomly. And it turns out he's a menace. Is he so, mentally ill? I don't know. So they go back to... Uh, so they go back to... I don't think so. They go back to They go back to Lurch and they go, oh, mate, we better sit you down because we've got some damning information. Because <laughs> Lurch looks like he's... Lurch has been sticking up for this... So Lurch um, is the only one team Melvin. Yeah. And everyone else is going, no. He's a serial flasher. So they're sitting, they're sitting <laughs> down and they're like, mate, this guy, like, he's he's already been to jail and, like, we've, we've brought him in quite a few times. And it turns out the reason... So his big drawback to come back to our street was he needed to fix his car. There's a guy called Van Man. We don't know his actual name, but he's a mechanic. He actually, he, they knocked on his door and he's like, I fixed that car. He keeps sabotaging it so he can stay in the street. Oh. So this this is the weird street that I live in. Oh. So Come on Melvin's now. creep. Yeah. But it's also a sad element. It, oh, yeah. But I, I don't know why he wants to stay in the street. Well, there's obviously a lot going on. It, gun sieges. Yeah. Flashes. It's a shit street. Move on, mate. You've got. You've probably. You've probably done yourself a favour by getting kicked out of your rental. You're getting a better opportunity in where was Oxenford? Yeah. People of Oxenford, look out for Melvin. That's right. Look out for Melvin. Um, yeah. Wear a blindfold if you if you're living around in his street. So that's your week. That's my week. We've had a mystery flasher in the street. That was very convoluted, but essentially, Lurch is a protector of a pervert. 
That's what that's the heading we're taking out of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it sounds like Melbourne has uh, certainly some issues. Hopefully they get addressed before anyone gets hurt, uh, which actually just jogged my memory. I Did I ever tell you the story of that of the really intelligent bloke that got dementia? No. That's a good heading for a book. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, that yeah. Well, I went. I had a had an appraisal uh, in a proper, uh, really nice home, Upper Coomera. And this bloke, he was literally a rocket science, a rocket scientist. He, you know, when you say, "Oh, you're going to be a rocket scientist," I've never met. I never met one until I met this bloke. He was super intelligent. Worked at, um, did some stuff with NASA. Was like a, a leading. Something, something at you know. So he's pretty high up. I mean, he's I mean, that smart. We don't even know. He's we early forties. Like he, he, he was super smart, like super smart. He had all these fucking accolades on the wall and all these crazy things. He's wiring a rocket or something. Yeah, he's super, super intelligent. So I went in, had a chat to him, and then nothing come of it for about six months. Mm-hmm. Then I get another phone call from him, and he's like, "Mate, I've just got your uh, your flyer." In obviously with our systems, and when someone calls, it comes up saying you spoke to Shane Perry in the past, blah blah blah. So you can check the history. So I've answered the phone, and he said, "Mate, come around and have a chat. I'd like to have a chat about my house." So I went around there, and he was getting follow up uh, marketing material from me and text messages and calls. Yeah. But I sat in front of him thinking it was going to be a bit of a warm chat. He had no idea. Who I was, which I thought was a, that was a bit odd because we got on pretty well. The banter yeah, was there. Something starts Good to Good rapport. Something starts to. Uh... So I finished it. He goes, Yep, I want to sell. I went, Great. Let's put some paperwork together and I'll come back and see you in a couple of days. We'll go from there. He was yeah. the only person yeah. on title. All right. Yeah. Right. Just as I'm packing up, shaking his hand, his partner's come in and she's like, What are you doing? Who, who are you? What are you? I said, you know, I'm Robbie from LJ Hooker. Uh, you know, I won't name names, but he's called me in for a chat. We chatted six months ago. He said to me, get out now. He has um, fast onset dementia. Right. Okay. Uh, he's literally, so from six, from six months when he was a rocket scientist to when I sat down with him six months later, he had no recollection. He was obviously wasn't working at that point. He didn't know where he, who he was. He didn't know his name, but all he had this little tidbit. So, when I think back about it, the conversation wasn't really much about anything. It was just having a chat with this guy for the second yeah. time around, which I thought was a warm conversation. So I've been literally booted out, forcefully grabbed by the arm and dragged out of this fella's house. She's screaming at me, calling me a vulture and calling me a leech and all of this <laughs> stuff. You're preying on yeah, the yeah, sick. Yeah, that's fair enough. Which, <laughs> which is not the case. <laughs> neighbours across the road, neighbours next door heard and come running out. And he went downhill that quick that they found him walking naked up and down the street. Like, it was super, super fast, went downhill. Uh, A number of months later, he unfortunately passed on. The neighbour told me that. And the property went, because he had no next of kin and he wasn't married, his partner at the time, I don't, once again, I didn't know the details, but she couldn't secure the home. Yeah. She wasn't next of kin, she wasn't anything. So it went to public trustee. So they, they put it up for auction. The morning of the auction... She drove her car straight through the front door and took out half of the building to the point where she couldn't... Do you remember that? In a revenge attempt. Well, just because she wanted the home. She she thought she was entitled to the home, and she, in her mind, if no one could have it, if if she couldn't have it, no one could have it. So she literally drove her car through the front door, which took out half... Two-story place, big brick place, and it was structurally 
it was that dangerous that they couldn't move the car out till structural engineers got in. Auction got cancelled. Um, ended up selling it. I went on to sell it two years later from the owner that bought it. Uh, one year later from the owner that bought it. But that was my story about a mentally impaired person. No flashing. There you go. Apart from he was walking down the street naked. And yeah, well, he didn't know. I had think a medical. I have a feeling that... Uh, I think Melvin's probably... Yeah. Mel- yeah, Melvin's yeah, on Melvin, the same page. Yeah, whatever. Melvin. I, think, I think I think he I think he was meant to the the idea that we were given was that he was meant to do it <laughs> or he was meaning to. So that's my story of um, yeah, difficult, yeah. a difficult property, yeah. difficult situation. Uh, I think that probably leads us straight into the the segment for this week. Blair put out on the socials, which. Let me just say, Shane, you haven't seen these numbers. I've kept these numbers from you. Wow. So Blair, I can't wait. Blair's looking after all of the socials. Obviously, we don't have access to it. He's a smart one. Do you know we are over 500 downloads on Spotify? No. And we're over 3,000 video views on the Facebook pages. No. Oh, geez, that's some good maths, wouldn't wait. it? Oh, Pyagoras' Pyagoras's theorem over there. Look nah, at him. Just, just Pyagoras. A squared plus B squared <laughs> yeah. equals C squared. Wow. Yeah, the calculator. I watched him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I know, man. I've, I've met Blair. I know. So thank you to all those uh, <laughs> people out there that are, are still tuning in. Our numbers, Blair assures me, our numbers are going up weekly. So people are listening to the new episodes and they're going back and listening to the first, second, Oh, third. there's some horse crap early as well. Oh, like I don't know what, <laughs> how, how bad the people's lives when they're listening to our shit. I know. When there is massive podcasts out there. But I just, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying catching up with Shano. Uh, so, yeah, look, jump on, the, jump on the Facebook, jump on the Instagram, get over to Spotify, like it, share it, send it. Uh, Blair says to us with his research that we're another... We're halfway to reaching an algorithm on Spotify where we get put into certain segments and put in front of people as similar podcasts that you enjoy or something like that. I don't really. Wow. Fucking you really know. are doing it all. He's loving it. <laughs> he's loving it. He doesn't like real estate as much as we do. So he, he's hoping that we become the next Joe Rogans. Oh, good. Uh, oh, which would be great. Yeah. How many do we need? A million more? Yeah. No, not that many. Okay. Not that many. A couple of thousand, he reckons. So what, what are we? What are we doing now, Robert? What's so he's happening? he's uh, put on the Facebook page uh, the other day. Submit a question, and the boys will answer it. You right, Shane? This beer's gassy. You right, mate? Yeah. It's like yeah, a no. carb. Oh, no, it's getting me. It's getting me. <laughs> Carry on. Throw some questions out there, and the boys will answer it. So uh, you've probably seen these, but you don't pay much attention. You know, now you're in a different brand, and how, you're, you're how, too good for us. How um. So I'm going to show Should, you. Like, what are the questions mainly about? Real estate. Okay. Uh, I'll give you one. Jordan Guy. Should we, what are our qualifications to be answering these questions other than just being idiots? They're, they're like, listening to us. Like, you're, what are you, top 15% LJ Hooker, you've been doing it for six years. Yeah, they're above us. Yeah. Yeah, these people, there's some people on here that are, there's people listening and we've got some guests coming up that are, Let's just say they're heavy hitters in the real estate world and, and, and they want to come on our, our, our little podcast. So these guys here have sent out the questions. So I'm just going to throw them at you. And if you know these people, please explain how you know them. Jordan Guy. Uh, mortgage broker. Mortgage broker. Jordan Guy has asked this question. What do you call a successful real estate agent? Uh, short answer, one that's not wanking off businessmen when they get off the train at Narang train station like I am currently. Um, Pardon? 
for cash. Um, I didn't know whether this was. A, <laughs> I've got him. I didn't know whether this was a joke. What do you call a successful real estate agent? I like. I, I didn't know whether that was like a joke, and he's going to give us a punchline. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, he's asking us in our experience and from what, what do we think? And I think what a successful real estate agent is. What do you think a successful real estate agent is? Oh, I think as I think. It's, a, it's a actually a really hard question because it depends. Everyone's going to have different metrics. Me personally, I would say if you're riding over 300 in GCI, which is probably about 30 sales a year, I would class you as someone that's successful. Any less than that, I'd probably say you're part-time. So but you're talking about... So you, you're, the parameters you're going with is dollar value, GCI or, income. Yeah, number of sales more so. So I think number of sales is good to go off the only thing is is obviously because sometimes you go to things conferences and they're like this bloke settled 80 million this year or whatever some some big amount but he sold sold like four places for like six million i don't really get much from those people because like that's well the average what was the stats were the average real estate agent on the gold coast or was it is 1.7 sales a month yeah which is not a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's less than, what's that, about 20 sales a year. So yeah. you're saying add another 10 to that, that's 30. So that's two and a bit, I would say two and th- a bit a month. I would say 30 onwards because most big brands have an award for someone that writes 30 sales a year. Yeah. You know, that's 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 what they go off. And I think unless you're doing at least 30, you're not Hookers really... Hookers was 35. That was yeah, entry Yeah, like you're not really making enough money to be a real estate agent anyway. All right, so... You know? 35 sales, Jordan? Yeah. 30 sales, Jordan? I think I think around there, yeah, definitely. And as a mortgage broker, I'll probably encourage you to target those people that are doing 30 sales a year because you'll get more business. Mm. Uh, Shane Perry's asked, is it true Robbie is considering getting hair plugs? Uh, mate, I can say no. <laughs> no. Really? Not happening. You definitely uh, balanced I'm, it out with the beard, though. I'm actually considering going all off. Really? Yeah, keep the beard. Yeah. Keep the beard. You but could do, yeah. Getting rid of it all. I wouldn't um, mind that. I think if I if I got hair plugs, it'd <laughs> people I mean, be on to you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd know. I think people would know. I think I've missed the boat on that. Yeah. I think I've got a better chance of having a sex change and not people knowing. You know it's slowly starting to go, don't you? So it doesn't look like it. People don't go. They've got hair plugs in. Uh, mate, another question: Is it true Shane is already thinking about changing offices again to his eleventh? Yes, if the right if the right deal comes along. Yeah, Braden um, Lamb. Yeah, you can never... You, you haven't can, missed the boat. You can never rule anything out, can you? you can, so we'll take that as a maybe. Yeah. All put, right. Put me down. Uh, Kelsey, we mentioned Kelsey a few times on this podcast. Kelsey's got three different questions, so let me just choose the best one. Yeah. I'm starting to charge, a, a charge after the first Actually, one. Actually, all, all, all three are pretty good questions, so let, let's just we'll just go with all three. Uh, who do you look up to in real estate? Uh, like you've obviously got local influences, but then there's also people that you look up to that, you know, are just doing well in like, oh God, these are hard questions, aren't they? I wish I'd come in more prepared. Um, like in my general vicinity, I think anyone that's, yeah, like, cause you can still learn stuff off people that are only, that are only doing 20 or 10 sales. Yep. Like you can still learn stuff off them and, and, and some guys that just, you know, have just started out and they're trying their guts out, you actually look at, I look at them as well and think, geez, maybe, you know, I'll have to pick my game up. Um, I would, 
I don't actually know if there's like a singular person. Probably I look at someone like Brad that's in our marketplace. It's 23 and has just hit, I think, nearly 100 sales. Yep. He's on the rich list. Um, he can he can hopefully takes me out for a beer with all his money. Um, but he's yeah he's 23. Team he's got four people that work for him. Um, you know he's and that's all just happened sort of in the last year two years so that's someone you could look up to then you've got the guy in my office um, Jason who writes two million you know there's Rebecca that works in your office that's writing 900 so they're local people but um, I don't know I don't think I look at anyone much bigger I don't really pay much attention to what other people are doing Blair's your mic on it is you are a new guy into real estate when you were coming into real estate, were you looking at different people or were you searching or I don't know if you've got your Tom Penoses and you've got your John McGrath, they've all got pretty successful podcasts and <clears throat> Tom Penos has got a really big following on online and Josh Fegans. Was there, were you looking at those type of people uh, as, you know, North Stars to, to get to or were you looking at individual agents? Yeah, I guess I was looking at those big ones online. Um, they, they obviously put a lot of media out for people who don't know the industry to absorb uh, trying to get involved. Oh, what am I but talking about? Obviously, after starting in the industry, I should have been looking up to such heroes and battlers as Mr. Shane Perry. Yeah, there. 75 a grand a year makes I've it got, spread. I've got a suit on. <clears throat> Incredible. Yeah, oh, no, had a deal. Thinking about it, thinking about it, probably John McGrath... And Matt Steinway. I listen to Matt Steinway's podcast. Matt Steinway's got a great podcast. Um, yeah, probably probably those two. I like the most, just the way they think. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, they're probably the two because Matt Steinway's you know one of the top agents in the country. Yeah, I bring um, it right back again. I'd, I've only been in one office, so Jason Reed employed me, <clears throat> and then I had David Brown. Obviously, was. Uh, when I first started, Brownie was, you know, two, 300 GCI and become number one agent. Um, you know, Reedy's gone on to uh, going to another brand, buying into another uh, brand. And I think he's got three or four offices now. Someone like Pete, your yeah. boss. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Pete. Pete, yeah, he's, you know, he's, yeah, he's Pete's, gone Pete's through the well. stratosphere. Um, good bloke. Still only buys light beers, but. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's probably why he's got four offices. Yeah. So he's yeah. going well. Yeah, he's very frugal. Um, I think he's now, on about yeah. 75 a year as well. Yeah, Pete's on 75 a year. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. He's a battler. He got that Ray White his spread, didn't he? Yeah. So, mate, that's, uh, that's, that's a great question, KP. So hopefully between the three of us, we've given you something there. Um, how long do you need to be in real estate to sell a property? Shane, how long were you in real estate before you sold your first property? And how many offices in were you? Before you um, sold your first property? Uh, I think, no, I was only in one. Um, it was here. And um, I started in April, but I didn't have a full list and sale till the following February. Yep. But I used to either list stuff and someone else would sell it. Because back then the market was really hard, so the agents all used to sell each other's stuff. But where the like, nickname Leach our, come from? Yep. And our boss, our boss said... Shane, you've been in the last year, you've been a part of 25 transactions, but not many of them have been full listed sales. It yeah. took me like seven months to get my first full listed sale. So you cut your teeth. So for people out there, it's changed a little bit now, I think, because back then when I first started, I was seven years ago, I was on $250 a week credit debit. And I think that was fairly normal. Were you around when you started? Were you on that as well? Yeah, I was on 250. Yeah, I think that's normal. I think now it's, it's got to be a set wage. I don't think you can do credit debit no more. So I think it's changed in regards to now they're putting a new agents on like Blair 
under experienced agents as yeah. a bit of a guide and a shape. But back then it was like there's no skin off our teeth as a business owner. Either mm. you, you get on the phones, you make sales, or you're out. Well, you either sink or you don't. Because Jason in the interview goes, oh, have you got at least 15 grand in the bank? And I was like, just finished up at the camping store. They'd given me me long service, about three grand. I was like, yeah, mate, yeah. yeah. He asked me if I had 25 right. and I lied. <laughs> yeah. I'll be right, 15 grand. I sold my yeah, yeah, mate. yeah, don't worry, I'll be all right. I had about three grand. But that comes down to backing yourself too. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you wanted to have a crack, you knew you were on peanuts. Yeah. Um, I was telling Blair this the other day, I uh, I remember six months into my real estate career, I was opening up my piggy bank yeah. and just paying for fuel to put in my I, uh, Hyundai i20 at the time in 20 cent pieces just to get to the office to earn my 250 bucks a week. So, Well, I, I rang the old man to this servo here and I was like, I need to borrow 20 bucks from you. I don't have any money for fuel. Yeah. And now, ever since then, seven years on, still wants me to go and get a job at his work, working in the warehouse, because he thinks I'm not earning any money. <laughs> oh, part-time job, you never <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we digress from the, the original question, but that's just a little bit of a backstory on us. But I look, I, I was, I think I was six months before I got my first list and sell. So, digressing back to what we just said, you worked under somebody in regards to you, you cold call, cold call, cold call, got an opportunity to go into a door, sit down with an owner, you took an experienced agent to go in. Similar yeah. to a little bit what Blair's doing yeah. doing now. Um, but it's crazy, Reedy, it's crazy to think at some stage you probably had to take me. <laughs> because I, I was a you. Kat Fraser. I took Kat yeah. Fraser. She was my kind of like uh, person that I, that, I, that I had to take through. Uh, we ended up getting that listing, uh, sold it. And still to this day, I still chat to both of those people that own that property uh, over in Yawn Street in Coomera. Yeah. Um, so that was my first ever sale. I still have that. It used to be on my old phone as my screensaver as a bit of a motivation. So really, I don't think there's any. Blair, you've been in the game now um, five months, four months, six months? Yeah, about between four and five. Yeah. So you've you've run your own listings from top to bottom. You've negotiated. You've you've stepped into. You can't look at those Shano. You've stepped into um, tough listings where you've had to have price negotiations, uh, expectation drops, and things like that. So, uh, mate, you're probably ahead of me and Shane. So, no time you'll be making seventy five grand a year like. I mean, like the big dog over yeah, here. That's the dream, isn't Can, it? Kando would appreciate if I could make 75 grand a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kando. Uh, and K, K, KP's last question, what are your end career goals in life? Make this really quick, Shane. What are your end career goals in life? Yeah. Um, you want to be a business owner? Do you want to be a nah. sales manager? Do you want to do real estate for five years, two years? Do you want to make a million? I can see me doing it for as long as it's a job until the robots take over. Yeah. Um, I I just want to keep, I just want to keep growing, like the, my team under me. At the moment, I'm on my own, but eventually, I will have people working under me. Um, but I I just want to I just want to. So I own two properties now. I'd like to buy another one. Um, I don't want to I don't want to be a mogul and own a heap. But I just I just want to. I've got a bit of a plan I'm sticking to, and I just want to keep buying them, paying them down, so that when I retire, those properties will bring in a passive income. So that's sort of what my long-term goal is. Uh, Short-term, uh, starting IVF, going to have a baby, hopefully. So we'll see how that goes. Oh. Yes, scoop. Yeah. Scoop, unconditional. That's going to get an extra few likes. Make that a, make yeah, that a video, Blake. Make Blake. that up, Blake. Write that down. Uh, Linnell Reeves. Yep. 
No Linnell? Another fan of mine, Robert. Yeah, brilliant. Linnell, <laughs> get, a, get a new hobby. <laughs> what has been your biggest surprise sale? Uh, E.g., this dump will never sell, and then, damn, ka-ching. Have you had one of those? Uh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've had... I think we've all had plenty of those. Does any jump out at you? Yeah. Well, uh, While you're thinking, I've yeah, got one that comes straight to mind. Yeah, you December think. last year, I sold a place in Pimpama. It was an investment. And every single... I don't know what these couple did. They only had one kid. I don't know. Well, I know how. Because every single room, there was condoms, in like bathrooms, toilets, on display. I don't know whether it was a G up. Some were un- unpacked. Never... Never, never been used, used no. but they were they were on the floor, uh, and ever I had it got to the point where I said to the owner, "Mate, we can't, we can't, we can't advertise this because it's disgusting." So I had to sell it off market. Uh, we didn't get the best price out there, but the tenants were in there for that long. Uh, we just had to take what we could take. Um, every room, not, I'm not kidding you. Every room had condoms in it, opened or unopened. Toilet paper on the floor. It was outrageous. And at that point when we sold, even though we could have got more as a second highest sale in the street. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of one. I mean, there's been so many that, I mean, I don't want to sell that many, but it's like there's definitely been a lot. But I, one off the top of my head, um, probably, probably one of the weirdest ones was that one I was talking about a little while ago where that lady had the dead horses everywhere. Like not Sarah's one, but the one where it was like a haunted, it was a really old house that had just been dropped there. None of the plumbing worked. All the electricals didn't really work and she loved it and didn't want to move, but the bank was forcing her to sell That was with it. The, uh, the baby horses? Yeah. Yeah. And, and her son and his partner were there with her on the auction night. None of them really got along real well, I don't think. But they were there and, um, you know, we're like, the bidding stopped at 4.13 or something, which is peanuts now. Um and we had to go, she was in the garage, we had to go running out to the garage and go, look, what do you want to do? Is, you know, you've got 412, that's pretty good compared to where the feedback's been, you know, doing all that as you do on auctions. And her son's like, mum, I think you should just take it, you know, because if he hadn't been there, I don't think we would have gotten her over the line. She was like, refused to listen to us. So where was the feedback? The feedback was like 300, 350. And you're at 412. Yeah. Hey, that is a ka-ching. Yeah. So that was really good. Linnell, that's your ka-ching. Right there, you don't get better than that. Mate, last question. It's a triple uh, triple bunger again from my sister, Sandra. She told me she was going to write these, so I won't answer. I'll give it straight to you. Yeah. Have you sold any properties that you regret not buying yourself? Um, After the last two years we've been through, probably every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have bought in 20, when we started, 14 to 17, 18, we should have bought like three or four houses if we'd been smart. They four all sell for, two they all sell for like 700 now and they were going for 350 back then. 700? You sell shit cheap at Ray White, mate. Yeah. So at least right. 780. Oh, we give away merchants. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely properties that I wish I'd bought. Um, I tried buying one and got bad broker advice when I was like 23. We, we listed one in Pimpama, the house that was full of animals and rat shit. And we Darrow, spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Darrow people. And, um, oh, you'll be right. We'll get your finance. Didn't. Like, now I look back on it, I 100% know. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't, you yeah. wouldn't have lived in a street where there's 
Uh, flashes and oh yeah, I know shenanigans I know. and sieges. Uh, uh, part two of that: Are you creating your dream home from bits and pieces of the houses you've been in or sold? Are you taking little bits of oh, I really like that, and if I was ever going to build something, I'd, I'd have I'd have this. Um, no, or, <laughs> my houses are both shit. So if you if you oh. get a picture of your dream home, um, and the third part of that was, or is there things in there definitely you don't like? Like oh. we had, remember that one where we went into and it was, uh, it was sex swings and yeah, shit hanging from the oh, roof yeah. and the I'm tenant not... had no qualms about it at all. She said, yeah, run people through. We're all good. We're great tenants. Yeah. Would um, you have a sex swing in your house? No, probably not. I don't really see the point in them. <laughs> like, what do, do you do with them, Robert? Do I need to draw a diagram? Or? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know. They work. <laughs> is um, there anything that you love? I'll go down to Narang Park this afternoon and just... <laughs> See how they how that would even physically be possible. I don't know. Um, Some uh, of the ones I've really liked are where there's like not gardens inside the house, but uh, you know, like the houses are built around features that there's window. Uh, you can look straight into a garden or a fountain, or there's yeah. a pool or stuff like that. Yeah, like the infinity edges on pools are amazing. Like just the in real, like yeah, you could. It'd be nice to do a house up to that level but it, it, you know it's pretty I don't know it's a, it's a hard question to answer because you see so many houses but a lot of the houses we sell are sort of stock standard yeah. like I know we've got people coming up that sell stuff in the multi-millions and you'd love to rip those off yeah but um, I sold one in December that was a, the first ever smart home literally top to bottom to the point where he can wake up and ask Siri or Google or whoever it is to turn his uh, coffee machine on and he so he would like start percolating while he's in bed. Um, if the wind got to, he had a, a weather station on the roof. If the wind got to a certain point, the the shutters would automatically come down. And then at night time they'd come down anyway. But he had it set so the shutters would come up ten minutes after the sun, so it was never shining in on him. So I thought that was cool. You change your lights by talking to Siri and yeah. turn TVs on and shit. Like that's cool. And you can do that yeah. fairly cost effective, I think, these days. It used to be a lot more expensive. Yeah. And we'll ask Justin Nickerson. We've got him coming up in, Justin a, in, in a month. Yeah. I think he's got Australia's that. Australasia's number one auctioneer three, wants to come. Three on. or four years in a row. Yeah. So uh, he'd have all that in his house, no doubt. And we've got Josh, near yep. Prestige, yep. confirmed this morning, wants wow. to come on. All the big names are coming on, Blair. You doubted us, but we've done it. We've okay. done it. Watch these uh, numbers rack up, mate. Yeah. Um, any last questions, Robert? Do Mate, you have any I questions? Think we've, hit it. We, we, we've, we've definitely hit our time quota. Uh, tip of the week keeps coming back up. People are like, give us a tip. Give us a real estate tip. So this is something that me and you had a chat about before. Yeah. I don't know if Blair's you, aware of this. You, Do you, should, we, should we play it? You get it. I'll stall the audience, Robert. All right. Yeah, I've got it. Didn't so, take too long. Tip of the week brought of the to week. you by, by oh, Blair. By Blair. But we haven't mentioned Blue Dog Plumbing today, though. It's a bit cold on the Out of tile. everything you could have, out of everything you could have done, he's telling I people how to dress. It. I love it. He's care. He cares. He does care. He cares. So I think tip of the week goes to Blair. Yep. Make sure you wear socks. Yep. And then you know when you're walking around in the backyard, out the back, your socks are ruined. 
Yeah, take your socks <laughs> you off. You walk into a disgusting tenanted property, your socks got all grime all over them. But I love it. But your feet are warm. And yeah. that's what that's important in winter. That's what it's about. Real estate tips. Cheers, gentlemen. Thanks very much. Great to see you, buddy. Good on you. Yeah, hang around for a bit. Want to have another beer or you got shit uh, to do? Yeah, got another yeah, more yeah. appraisals to more do? appraisals. Yeah, let's well, have got the suit jacket on. All right. I'll Blair. catch you next week. Thanks, mate. Uh, there's some cool stuff coming. Uh, there's some animation. If you haven't seen this animation, we've got some animation coming for, for one of the sponsors. This yes. should be a good one. It'll Cheers, be, mate. It'll be up before this episode. There we go. Cheers, Blair. Cheers, Shano. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye.